0: Young and Dumb, a podcast for the young, dedicated, up-and-coming, motivated, and bold. Hear the journey of incredible individuals like you or I who accomplished many things in their short lifetimes. Allow them to tell their story and share with you how they got to where they are today. And the best part yet is they're only just getting started. Welcome to the Young and Dumb Podcast.
1: Tommy's only 18 years old, but he's been able to accomplish a tremendous amount in the personal branding space. So we had to give him the word brand. Buoyant. He lived in New York for a few months last year, traveled to Hong Kong by himself to see his mom, and much, much more. He's always able to find his way floating around to different places in the world. Relaxed. It's his last semester in high school, and unlike most his age, he knows that brand building will most likely be his path. Activating. Last summer in New York really showed him a career path he never really thought about. It's crazy to think he came over to work in a restaurant kitchen, but left knowing more about branding than most people. Nimble. Tommy is one that can change quickly to his environment to be the most successful in whichever situation he's put in. Devoted to photography, which is what led him down the path of personal branding today. This week, we learn how to brand with Tommy.
0: Get Your Grind Up presents another episode of the Young and Dumb podcast with your co-hosts from the East Coast, Justin and Gary, checking in again this week, we are crossing the pond, we're all the way in Germany with our very close friend Tommy, photographer. He's a social media guru, he's a gem from Germany. Tommy, say what's up to the people.
2: What's up, guys? I'm excited to be here.
0: Thanks for having me. Glad to have you on board, Tommy. And it's been a while since we last saw each other almost six months to be um, yeah. pretty accurate there, but glad to have you on board. Glad to finally reconnect once again um but before we hop into everything we want to take a look at your journey as a whole so we want to take that journey turn it into a loading bar yeah so from zero to a hundred percent where do you feel like you are right now on your loading bar
2: okay so yeah well uh I'm, i'm thomas i'm 18 i was born in germany um went to went to primary school there high school all that kind of stuff and then my life got, I, I was thinking, like, interesting last last May. Um, when I was traveling to New York, I randomly flew to New York to, to improve my English. That was the, the reason, the intention behind that. I was supposed to work in a restaurant there, you know, to get some money in, and New York is expensive, so <laughs> um, flew there, um, didn't get the job, so was in New York, didn't have any connections, and then just figured it out. I was, like, doing sightseeing and all that stuff for like four or five days taking photos. But then I realized that to to make this cool here and to like have fun, I have to meet people and make connections. So I, I looked up the meetup app. I mean, you guys probably know it. And I, I searched for meetups and I found um, a photography meetup. It was a midnight meetup. And I was like, yeah, why not? Um, just went there, took some photos, and then I met Jay. You guys, you guys know them probably. And um, he kind of like introduced me to all the other people, and that's where like the whole journey I think like took off. Um, since then, I met so many amazing people in New York. I have I have so many cool cool connections there. So I think this this night like completely changed my whole trip and perspective. And then for the next two or three months, I was probably like only taking photos and doing like cool shit. Um, in New York and then after three months my visa um, was over, so I had to fly back to Germany. Um, Went to Germany for like a week and then flew back for another month. And in this second time in New York, like the second month or the second time, um, I was like really getting into social media and marketing and the whole personal branding thing because like all my friends were like doing cool shit, and I was just a random kid who was in New York, so I had to to figure out something, and I was like just getting into it. Um, started building my 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 own personal brand on especially Instagram and LinkedIn. I mean I did it before I was uploading stuff, but like not not really with an intention behind it, so I like developed a strategy and built out my my whole personal brand on, on LinkedIn and uh, Instagram. And then after the second month in New York, or after the second time in New York, I just flew back to Germany, because I had to go to high school. <laughs> and um, then people started asking me if, if I can help them build, build their personal brand and help them with social media. So I founded my, my own company here in Germany and now I'm basically helping other people um, build their personal brand, helping them with content creation, and I'm also consulting um, a few people on social media marketing. So that's basically, yeah.
1: That's that's awesome, and and you're only eighteen, so yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um, if so, if you had to put a number on that from zero to one hundred percent, what would you give that number? Sixty. 60 percent yeah and i want to dive in deep into kind of going to new york on a limb and just staying there to me that seems so foreign like i feel like if i went to like england or germany or italy anywhere like a week two weeks great yeah i don't know how i could spend like three to four months in a different country especially without knowing anyone so how like what in your mind was like all right this is what i want to do i want to take this risk and like how did you get that mindset
2: um so i was always someone who loved to travel and who loves to travel and to be in other countries and actually my mom she's a flight attendant so i was always like on the move and flying somewhere and with 12 years i flew to hong kong by myself and i met my mom there so like it was i was always um, it was always easy for me to, to be in other countries and also without knowing anyone. And I don't know, I, I just had the mindset because my intention of um, with study with improving my English was that I'm able to to go to college and study something in English. So that was why I went to New York and why I wanted to improve my English. And I, I was so in like the whole college and studying things so I was like, okay, I have to improve my English and well then let's just fly to New York and the best way to to improve english is by, by speaking it so there was no other way for me to to improve my english so i just flew to new york and then i knew i'm going to figure it out at some at some point and i don't know i, I just flew and i was no no thinking about oh, okay what i'm going to do if i don't if i don't meet people or something like that it's just we will see what happens and I, I i had always the um the ability to just fly back because i i got like um cheap tickets for my mom so it was like not a big deal to just fly back or something like that so it's just yeah let's do it
0: and i i love that especially because i am one person who always co-signs traveling i think it's so important for people yeah. to travel experience different cultures and like you did when you came to the states you got to work on your english um which i think is very very cool um to em- embrace the culture that you you live in or are visiting when you go there. So no hats off to you for that. Um, But while you're here in New York, you got your hands um, stuck in here in a bunch of different cookie jars with photography, social media, things like that. And as a millennial gen z year um it's known for us to be involved with the, the social digital world um it's kind of our nature but you took it yeah. a level further and you turned it into a business tell us a little bit about where that mind uh that mind changed and you flipped the switch and said you know what i'm going to take this to the next level and let me make a business out of this
2: yeah so um obviously when i was in new york i was not allowed to work so i couldn't like charge people for doing anything so i was just doing it for like for free and just helping people but then when i when i went back to germany i thought like okay i'm in high school i don't make money but i want to be able after this year of high school like in june 2019 i want to be able to to travel and work remotely and then i just like started charging people for what i do and I think it was it was so easy to shift from the like doing it for free to charging people. So I don't know it was it was easy and and um, I don't know where the mindset came from, but I just st- started charging people. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's awesome. And I feel like that the whole charging people is probably the most difficult part about running a business everyone loves doing something whether it's a hobby yeah. or it's social media whatever it is everyone loves to do something but getting paid for it is a different task how did you go about finding clients did you use like your your personal network or did you just use ads what did you do
2: yeah so actually my first client um i met him previously like in my second month in new york or something and he is like a big guy he's a ceo of a software company and I I was just talk. I met him at a LinkedIn local event and I was just talking to him and then I did some photos for him for free and stuff like that. And then when I was back in Germany, I just reached out to him and said like, hey, dude, like we can work together. I can show you some stuff on Instagram and LinkedIn, how you can like build your personal brand and get your message out there. And then um he was like, Yeah, I'm in and um I had a friend in New York who was like my business partner back then because I wasn't obviously able to meet the client in New York, so we did it together. Like that was um, our first client together, and then we, we closed him on 2k a month. which was which was pretty good for like my first ever um, yeah, client. So that was the first um, client that I got, and then after that, obviously, uh, honestly, like 99% of all the people that I um, work for or work with come um, are from LinkedIn. Like I don't run any ads or something like that. Like for me, LinkedIn is the best platform to connect with people and reach out to people and get new clients and stuff like that. So that's the only way right now where I get new clients from.
0: And it's great that you were able to realize the value of LinkedIn at such a young age. Because I actually visited LinkedIn's headquarters uh, two years ago with my uh, my alma mater, and it was a career center trip. And we we sat down. We all didn't had to fill out a small sheet of um, who we are, just so they can get like a a notice of who we are when we walked in the door. And when we walked in, they had all of our stats on the sheet, and it was kind of we were like, how do you know all this information about us? It was all of our LinkedIn information that we didn't know they had before we walked in. And it had our, our start date on LinkedIn, how many messages we send, who has the most uh, connections, everything. And as you looked across the board, a lot of these people were You know 20 21 19 years old and they've only had linkedins for maybe two years maybe 100 to 150 connections um me being the outlier i started back in 2014 way before my time oh wow Um, but just for you to be still in high school and well into your linkedin years um far beyond kids that are like you here in the state so 100% I 100% commend you for um, getting started early. Um, but I want to get back to your, your travels and um, the learning that you've done while uh, in other places. Give us a little insight on what New York did for you um, beyond the, the language barrier um, and your travels with your, your mom all over the, the world, what that did for you as a person and how you're
2: using that in your everyday life today. Okay, so I think if if someone travels from from like his own from like his own place to another country it's like it's probably the best thing for for this person to 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 do i think you could learn so much by just traveling with like other cultures meeting new people get different perspectives and i think this was like one of the best things that my mom did to me by just taking me to other places to other countries and and for example in new york i think new york was the time this four months in New York were the time where I learned most in my whole life about life. So like every single day I learned something new, and every single day there was something new. I like oh wow I didn't know that or oh, oh that's cool. So it was just so interesting and so amazing to wake up and to know okay what's happening today. I'm gonna learn something new today, and it, it was just crazy. And here I like I don't have that. Here I just like I wake up and like do my stuff, do my work, go to school, and. Like every day is the same, but New York was just crazy. And also the energy that's in New York and the people you can learn so much by just meeting people and talking to them or walking around. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. New York is so interesting to me because it's just, there's so many things going on right now. Like you said, what, what time was the meetup when you went to it?
2: Uh, 12 a.m. That was the first like midnight.
1: Yeah, exactly. So like. If you go to virtually any other city besides maybe like in LA or Vegas or anything like that, then you'll never be able to have a midnight meetup. Yeah. How many people showed up?
2: Like, we were like in the beginning at 12, we were like 60 or 70 people. It was crazy. That's insane. Like,
1: who, where else can you find 60 or 70 people willing to go and meet up to to talk photography at midnight? That's crazy. So, let's dive in deep into what you learned in in new york so you were starting to dabble in like social media and stuff and i've been paying attention to your linkedin content and your instagram stories and everything like that and you speak highly of facebook and instagram ads can you talk a little bit about like a little bit of strategy there for anyone who's just young and up and coming in the social media realm
2: yeah so um like instagram ads right now instagram story ads especially are probably the most underpriced thing that you can find on the market. And right now, I'm, I'm running ads for my own profile to, to grow it, and my ad is simple. It's just me talking to the camera like, hey guys, my name is Thomas. I'm a photographer and filmmaker. Swipe up to see my work, and if you like it, follow me, shoot me a message, connect with me, something like that, and it's filmed with a the phone. There's nothing fancy or anything in that. Um, it's just me talking, talking to the camera, and with one euro or one dollar right now, I can reach 20,000 people, which is, Crazy, like it's just ridiculous, and um, yeah, no, I think everyone right now should run Instagram ads. Doesn't matter if you have a business, a personal brand, or if you're selling, if you're selling anything, like doesn't matter what you're selling, you should run Instagram story ads to just get your name out there. And even if people don't buy from you, they have heard of you and they have seen your logo or your name or whatever, and. I mean, I'm, I'm doing um, this for a couple of people right now and also for some clients for e-commerce stores. And the results are just crazy. Um, I'm right now spending five euros a day getting about 100,000 um, reach, 100,000 reach on my ad every day. Depends that sometimes it's 80,000, sometimes it's 120,000. Um, which gives me between like 80 and 150 new followers a day on Instagram, which is crazy for five euros. And the good thing is, those are not like random people who don't give a shit about me. Those are like actually people who like me or who appreciate my content. Because like in in the ad, I'm just telling people to swipe up if they actually like my work, and then they should follow me if they like me, and not just like hey, um, I'm doing a giveaway. Swipe up to women win a camera or something like that. Because then everyone swipes up, even if they don't care about you. But the good thing is, like only people follow, are starting to follow you who actually like believe in you or appreciate you or like, like your stuff. So that's the, um, the good thing about it. And as I said, I think everyone should figure out how Instagram story ads work. Go to YouTube, watch two hours of, of a tutorial, how, how to set them up and then let's go.
0: Word. And with all the work that you're doing and you have a, a lot of time invested in this, what would you say sets you apart from all of the other, um, Instagram growth uh, gurus out, out there?
2: I think a lot of people um, just focus on getting more followers, and I mean that's important for a profile to get more followers and stuff like that. But I think the most important thing is to build a community with your connections or your your followers on Instagram. And I don't think everyone right now is able to to build a community, or other people telling other people they're not able to to build a community, and. I think it's that's the most important thing, and I think that sets me apart from other people because I am able to tell people how they build community, and also what's relevant to their community. So I'm like, if someone tells me, okay, they want to upload that and then that, and that, I'm exactly gonna tell them, okay, that's not relevant to your community. Like even if the photo is beautiful or something like that, if if something is not relevant, then people don't want to see it. So people don't give a fuck about you or your content if it's not relevant to them. So, and not everyone is able. To tell what's relevant and what's not, and you have to to try it yourself to figure out what's relevant and what's not. For example, on LinkedIn, I, I just uploaded um, a video two days ago with like uh, like a headline, a fat headline with like text and stuff. And this stuff just doesn't work on LinkedIn for me right now. On LinkedIn videos work, which is just natural, like me walking through my um, through my room with my phone in my hand, with like nothing edited, no subtitles. That's what works best. So it's not relevant to people if they have like, like sub, I mean, it works with subtitles, but not that good for me with subtitles and stuff like that. So I think I'm good in telling people like what's actually relevant to their community and what brings value to their community and what doesn't.
1: Yeah, and I think that's huge. I think the days of just caring about followers on instagram or linkedin or wherever you're building a a following it doesn't necessarily matter especially you see it on youtube now right there's so many channels that have over a million subscribers and then you look at their videos and they get like 30 40 50k views and that engagement is like to me that's crazy but everyone talks about building a community but not many people really know how to. I think some of the best community builders are people like yourself. Finn obviously has a great community. Uh, Q yeah. on LinkedIn has an amazing community. What do you think is the number one thing in building a community? Because it seems to be the most important thing, but one of the hardest things to do too because of how much information people are getting on a daily basis.
2: Um, I think the most important thing is to ask your community like what they want from you. Because if, if people want you to to upload um, like photos of like beautiful photos of a tree or, or landscape and you're uploading photos of yourself, well then your community doesn't like what you do. So if, I think the most important thing is to ask people like what they want from you and also just read the comments. If you upload a photo and ten people say okay, like I don't like that, that's shit. Then well then change something and upload something else and try it out. And the most powerful thing is to get feedback from another person so just look what people say about you ask them try to get information from them like what's their favorite type of photo they want to see from you or what's their favorite um kind of instagram story they want to see of you or like if they like you doing instagram lives or something like that i think just to ask the people what they want and then you can you can just give it to them but if you, if you don't ask people and just do what what you think it's relevant then it's not going to work. You always have to ask your community what what they want and then try to give it to them.
0: Perfect. And for those listening out there, those are some major, major keys to building your community. Uh, Take notes. So Tommy, we've taken a look at 60% of your journey so far and you've come a long way near 60%, but let us know what you think your 100% looks like.
2: Okay. So that's interesting, but um, I think... I'm still in a pro- in, in a in a point of life where like I don't know shit and I haven't figured out shit so I'm like 18 like I have my whole fucking life in front of me and I I don't know I think the the next 6 months of my life are just or the next 5 months of just finishing school and like getting that shit done and then I think the real journey starts where like I'm able to to like actually do what I want and to to live where I want and then like really start out I think the other 40% are just the next like two years of my life trying to, to figure out shit. Maybe it takes me 10 years or 20 years to figure out what I want to do, but I think that's it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're definitely on the right path. I definitely didn't have that vision when I was 18. I was like, Oh, let's go to college and let's just figure everything out. (laughs) Let's do that. But with that, we get to move on to our favorite part, which is the deep thinking question. So Tommy, are you ready?
2: Yeah, dude. All right.
1: So question number one, let's imagine you get to choose three photographers that you want to collab with on any piece of content doing anything in the world. Who are those people and why?
2: Okay. So my first person would be um, Sam Calder. If maybe you guys have heard of him, he's like, he's more a filmmaker, but he also does photography and he's just one of the most amazing, um, like content creators in my eyes, because he's not only someone who takes beautiful photos or who like tries to, to give get people what they want, he's actually telling a story with what he does with his photos and his videos. And I think he also does great things, for example, he um, helps organizations or he, he produces content for organizations and uses his community, like the, the one million followers that he has, to, to like leverage the message that the organization wants to get out there. For example, he just did a collaboration with a um, I don't know the name of the of the organization, but they are helping Reynolds to like, they're just helping them that they don't die and left stuff with people cutting out their horns. And he just made an amazing video about that and it got like millions of millions of views on Instagram. And he's just great in what he does. He's not just someone who uploads beautiful photos, he's like actually, trying to tell a story with that. And then um, the second person is I think Jordan Hammond. He's also um, a photographer. Um, I I don't know him or I haven't met him yet, but um, he's like, he's a big Instagrammer. And I don't know actually why I would choose him, but I just like him as a person. Like I have never met him, but he, like how he, how he like presents himself on Instagram is just in a great way, and not like someone who, hey, I have 400,000 Instagram followers, like I'm better than you or something like that. He just um, like he's just real. And then the third person, um, his name is or his Instagram tag is K Van Heusling. Um and I've also never met him, uh, but I think like he is he is not that big yet on Instagram, but he has an amazing community. And he's 100% real to people, and even with that, he's not like one of the big Instagrammers yet. He's still putting like 100% work in there and like trying to deliver 100% what people want to see, and always getting back to people. I think that's also one of the most important things about building community: to get back to your people, to your to your followers, and to answer every every single message you get. Um, but yeah, he's also just an amazing, um,
0: photographer. And I hope you do get, <clears throat> excuse me, the chance to, to meet and collaborate with them, um, in the near future. Uh, so going on to our second question, I want you to look back throughout your entire life and relate to us. What was the best piece of advice that you've ever received?
2: Ooh, okay. I think I have received the best piece of advice like, last year, summer, when I was in New York, someone um, at a LinkedIn local told me, like, if you want to, like, achieve something or if you if you want to build a life that you want, well, then you have to fucking work and, like, do something. And I was always thinking, like, okay, like, I'm going to finish high school, go to college, get a job, and, well, then it's it's going to work out. But that's what everyone does, and I think it doesn't work out. Like, if you really want to build your life, then you have to work, and I think that's, the, the best thing that someone told me yet in my life, like you have to put in the work to achieve what you really want.
1: Facts. And I, that's literally the mantra for get your grind up. Like, yes, you can achieve anything you want, but you got to put in, hours upon hours upon hours of work. And I think even in the corporate world too, like if you want to live the grand old life, you have to do things above and beyond compared to everyone else to become that executive VP or the SVP or whatever it is. Like you just have to put in the time and the work. So with that, before we ask our last question, where can people find you? Where can they get in touch with you?
2: Um, so Instagram, um, T O M M Y R E C K. LinkedIn is Thomas Reck T H O M A S R E C K, and I'm I'm also on Twitter, but I'm not really posting stuff there. It's T O M M Y R E C K and then a one, and yeah, I think that's all my social profiles. I'm going to start a YouTube soon, but have to set up the channel and stuff like that. But yeah,
1: awesome. So everyone out there, go connect with Tommy and just check out his work. It's pretty dope. All right. So last question. What is a question that you wish that we asked you?
2: dude, that's interesting. Um, I don't know. I think I, I don't I, I haven't thought about something like that, but I think um, the most important question that you guys ask is that someone tells their story and completed their journey that all the people who are listening there like actually realize the current state of the person and that they have context to what the person tells them and that's not just like right into into the conversation.
1: Gotcha. So can you give a piece of advice to, to the younger um, audience of like, how can you perfect storytelling, like telling your story at least?
2: Um, I think if, if you want to be authentic to or if you want to like tell your story, you have to be authentic to people not only share your wins or like the good stuff in your life, like also share the failures. And if you failed, if you lost a client or if you I don't know, fucked up something, like tell that people and like just be one hundred percent real. If you're trying to be like a fake, fake, fake tube, fake motherfucker, then people people are not going to to like really appreciate you and to like really stand behind you. You have to always be authentic and always share the failures and the wins and also maybe like if, if you don't know shit like ask ask the people and don't pretend you're the one who knows everything i think being authentic and 100% real is the most important thing for everyone out there um too yeah
0: and i think that's huge because uh whether you realize it or not a lot of people can sniff out the authenticity of uh, an individual especially on social media there, there are little tell little hints that you can see that kind of leads you away or brings you in regarding their authenticity so um, that's a huge huge message something that we definitely preach here as well uh, but I wanted to take this moment Tommy to extend a huge get grind up and young and dumb thank you for coming on board with us taking the time out of your day I know you're enjoying your snow day but you came on <laughs> and had some fun with us on the podcast
2: thank you sir thanks for having me and it was a great podcast
0: Thanks. Appreciate it, Tommy. And for all of you listening out there that want to learn just a little bit more about Tommy, hop on our website, getchogrindup.com Or you can follow us on social, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Get grind up. Like we say, we're coming at you all 2019. Get Your Grind Up season is here. Always remember, we are all young and dumb.
1: And never forget, Get Your Grind Up.
0: All 2019. See you guys soon. Peace.
1: Peace.